Welcome back inside our Huskers Radio Network. Radio Network Broadcast Center, sponsored by Acres, the Midwest premier John Deere dealer, supplying the equipment and service to advance agriculture and much more. Acres, solutions for every field. I'm Jessica Cudi, and Nebraska men's basketball headed to Spain this week, leaving Friday really early in the morning. And to get a little bit of a catch up and a preview of that, the head coach, Fred Hoiberg, joining us in studio. It's been a while since you've been in studio. Yeah, how you doing, Jessica? Great to see you. Good. Are you ready for Spain? All packed up and ready? No, no, <laughs> not, not packed up. I'll probably start packing at about 11 on Thursday night. And then we ha will leave our house at about 3 a.m. and then leave Hendricks Training Complex at 3.45 and have a long way, about a five and a half hour layover in Charlotte. So not ideal from a travel standpoint, but it'll be great. Once we get over there, Spain's an awesome country. Uh, we're going to start out the trip in Madrid, where we'll spend three days, uh, play our first game the second night uh, when we're over there, and then we go to Valencia for three days and then finish up the trip in Barcelona, which is one of my favorite cities in the world. I always like to ask, and I've asked a few of your players about this too, are they big food guys? Are you a big fan of the food over there? I, you know what I love over there is the paella, uh -huh. and I've never been to Valencia, but from what I understand, it is the paella capital of the world. Wow. So, yeah, I'll get my fix of you get that paella you get when I'm that. over there. See if you can get it back on the flight, maybe, coming well, back. Well, one of the choices was beef and rabbit. I ended up going with the seafood <laughs> instead of the <laughs> rabbit paella. So, yeah. But, it, no, it's, it's great. And then Barcelona, right on the uh, coast, just an awesome city with, with great uh, food, a lot of uh, historical sites that we're going to go see. So it's going to be a great experience for our players. We're obviously going to be very shorthanded when we're over there. We've got six of our scholarship guys not playing, uh, actually seven now with Matar, and then we have an eighth uh, scholarship still available. So we're going to be very shorthanded over there, but really it's all about the experience. It's about the chemistry that we'll be able to build. Uh, Rink Mast had six practices before he left for his national team over in Holland. So, uh, you know, the practices were great. We were able to put in our offensive and defensive systems. Even for Josiah, who has not practiced with us yet, uh, Blaze, who's still out with his ankle uh, surgery that he had. Uh, Jawan just got cleared, so he'll play a little bit. We're going to play him probably about 10 to 12 minutes uh, a game when we're over there. He'll be able to shake off the rust from the injury in January uh, that he had last year. So there's a lot of positives on this trip, even though we're not going to have a full roster. Uh, and a big part of that is the chemistry that we're going to be able to build on these uh, 10 days in, in Europe. For sure, getting some of those experiences that a lot of them haven't had a chance to experience. And, and then what about just like, you know, the opportunities that that provides for some of your other players to get out there and get some, some pretty important minutes? Yeah, it gives a great opportunity. Ramel, who redshirted for us last year, did a lot of really intriguing things uh, playing on the scout team a year ago, being able to play multiple positions. He can really play make. I think that's his best strength is making plays. Uh, Kale Jacobson's had a great uh, summer, and uh, the first four weeks in June, we really did mostly skill work. And then once July hit, we started utilizing the 10 practices uh, that you get when you have a foreign trip. Uh, so those two guys specifically, I'm really looking forward to it. Jamarcus will play pretty much exclusively point guard on this trip, so that's going to give him a very valuable opportunity. Bryce Williams, we didn't get him until uh, July 10th, so he's only been with us for a short amount of time, but I'm really intrigued by the things that he can do. He's a very versatile player on both ends of the floor. Uh, and then Jeff Grace and Henry Burt uh, as walk-ons will have an opportunity to play just because of how short-handed we are. So it does. It's going to give guys uh, that didn't have big roles an opportunity to go out there and show what they can do.
How have you liked the way that things have gone this summer for this team with guys in and out and the late additions? But it, it seems like it's a group that they're they're trying to do their part in, in getting that chemistry built off the court as well. Yeah, it's it's very similar to last year's group as far as spending quality time with each other. They're they're hanging out a lot in the weekends. Uh, they went bowling last week on their own. Normally you put those team activities together for them, but mm -hmm. they're doing that. Bryce Williams bowled at 235, which is pretty darn impressive. That's incredible. <laughs> incredible, right? And, uh, you know, so it's a group that I, I know one thing. It's going to be an enjoyable group to coach, and they work hard. The one thing I'm still trying to figure out is who's going to take over the leadership that we lost from Derek and Sam Greasel and Emmanuel Bandamel, three of our best leaders, three guys that really uh, helped us with our culture last year. And, you know, some guys have been great with their voice. I think Josiah is really going to help in that area. Um, but it's been a little inconsistent. So we're still searching Who's going to be the leader? Who's going to help us navigate through tough times? Uh, I think we're going to be okay. It's going to be probably a little more by committee this year. I think last year everybody looked to Sam and Derek specifically when Emmanuel got hurt uh, on who was going to help us through that adversity. So, uh, you know, that'll still be evolving. But again, we'll see a little bit of that on this trip to Spain. We had Bryce on last week, and he talked about how he's recently picked up golf. And I was asking him about it. He said, I didn't realize how many golf balls you lose, how many <laughs> golf balls you had to buy when you hit them in the bushes. And, but he seems like a fascinating guy. I think he's going to be a, a guy that a lot of Husker fans are going to be excited to root for. Well, he's got everything you're looking for as a player as far as size. He's every bit of 6'7", and he can really shoot it. He's got great feet. Now, that's one thing, I, you know, not that I was surprised by it because he came from a great defensive coach in Ron Sanchez who uh, worked under Tony Bennett at Virginia. So he's got a great foundation on the defensive side of things. But I've just been impressed with his ability to move his feet and switch on to bigger uh, players in front uh, and that type of thing on the post. So he just, he's got a really high skill level, and he's got a good IQ as well. So... Uh, you know, only been with us a short amount of time, so he doesn't know all the nuances within the system that the other guys had the luxury those first four weeks and some of the guys from last year. Uh, but we've really, really liked what we've seen out of Bryce so far. You guys brought in several key guys that have played a lot of basketball. How do you guys go about that when you're, you're going to the portal? And I know you had some success with it last year, but when you're trying to add some guys to some guys you already had on the roster, what's the process of figuring out who fits and, and what the needs are? I think that the biggest thing is who are the players that fit what we're trying to build here. And I think last year, it was, I said it in the preseason, it was going to be a very easy team to root for because of the makeup of the group, how hard they competed every time they stepped on the floor. And even without Casey, who is one of our leaders in that area, and now that Rink, the gym's gotten a little quieter since <laughs> Rink uh, went back to his national team. But you got two guys right there uh, that I know will go out and compete on every possession. Uh, Jamarcus, Sam, CJ, you know, the guys coming back, Blaze, when he gets healthy. Uh, Josiah, that's been what has made him the type of player uh, that he's been since he got into college four years ago, is he just has an unbelievable motor, um, you know, and that's infectious uh, for the guys. So, uh, you know, now to add Ramel and Kale and, and those kind of guys that didn't play a year ago, uh, but we've got a foundation in place now. We wanted to bring the right guys in that fit uh, the culture that we built last year. And again, with some, uh, you know, tough injuries to our team, we were able to withstand that mm -hmm. because there was a genuine care factor. And those guys that didn't have a big role early in the season really took off and honestly played our best basketball at the end of the year. Uh, but you have that when you when the guys genuinely like each other and uh, there's one common goal and there's no agendas. And that's what that team last year had. And I think that's what this upcoming year will be as well.
With Keisei, he's played a lot of, had a lot of opportunities to play for Team Japan, and now with Rink, how, how big is that opportunity for these guys to, to have that chance to go play for their home countries? Well, it's, it's a great opportunity for them, and Rink, uh, again, he joined his team a little bit later. Keisei, he's been going at it really since, uh, you know, the beginning of June is when he started, and then I think the 15th is when they officially started practices. Uh, he's played a couple friendly games where I think he had eight threes, uh, made eight out of 12 threes in his first two games. And uh, the great thing about Keisei, he's able to represent his home country playing in the World Cup in Okinawa, Japan. Really cool experience. He played in front of his parents over there and, and uh, everything while representing his home country. Uh, so that's, that's really cool for him. Uh, Rink goes to Poland this weekend. I talked to him a couple days ago. And they played two friendly games up there getting ready for their uh, World Cup, uh, which they will play here in a couple weeks. So, you know, excited to get those guys back. Uh, but just a tremendous opportunity, not only for now, but for their long-term futures. Well, a couple of big news that came out uh, recently since we've had you on, and one of those being the schedule release of the non-conference. 10 of 12 at home. I know you've got to be really excited to play 10 games in PBA there to start the season. Yeah, it, it, it's a, it is a great opportunity. And, uh, you know, the road games will be tough at Kansas State in a uh, uh, in Bramlage Fieldhouse have a lot of uh, history down there playing in the old Big 8 conference and then coaching in the Big 12 for five seasons. Great arena, great venue, coming off an Elite 8 season. They had a phenomenal year and excited for that opportunity. And then playing in the Pentagon, uh, which I know Nebraska played in several years ago and should have a great following up there. And, you know, to play uh, the rest of the non-conference schedule at home, including a game against Creighton, uh, which should be another top 10 team and coming off an elite uh, eight season as well, uh, and some really good high-quality mid-major opponents as well. So a uh, good opportunity to prepare for the grind of the 20-game Big Ten schedule, and I think it's a, a very good schedule for this team. How do you and your staff go about putting together a schedule, especially this year's schedule? You had such a tough grind last year, and kind of balancing getting those, uh, those opponents and those uh, challenges in to prepare you for the Big Ten, but also maybe building some chemistry and, and working out some kinks early in the season as well. Yeah, a lot goes into it when, when you do put your schedules together. Um, we did have one of the more difficult schedules in the country last year, uh, starting with that three-game uh, trip for the uh, Thanksgiving tournament down in Disney. And to not have Derek in, those, in two of those three games was tough. And I think you know we would have had a really good chance because of the pressure that we faced. And Derek really was our pressure release a year ago. Um, so, you know, we just, we knew we'd have a lot of new faces. We knew we were losing Derek, Sam, Emmanuel. Uh, you know, we wanted to get a lot of home games and it's going to be important for us to get off to a great start uh, next year, hopefully build some momentum heading into the Big Ten play. All right. And just uh, yesterday, well, uh, recently, uh, another addition to the roster as well, and Matar Joke. Did I say that right? I think so. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, tell us about him and, and what uh, the expectations are for him and why he was a good addition for you guys. Yeah, Matar, uh, you know, I give Ernie Ziegler a lot of credit. He, he saw him down at the NBA Academy event in Atlanta in the first live period in July. And he called me after the first game and just said, I think, I think there's a kid down here that's really intriguing. Uh, got every rebound, blocked shots, uh, ran, hit open threes. And then the next day, he called me back and said, we really got to think about offering this kid. And then I watched a game on film, and then he watched one more. He said, this kid's a no-brainer. So we ended up offering him, and he got some other high majors at that time. And we were very fortunate to get Matar on campus before the dead period started and before we took this trip to Spain when the uh, uh, period opens up again where you can bring kids to your campus. 
So, you know, to get a high-quality big, he's six, almost 6'10", is what, he, what he's measured with a 7'3 wingspan. He's just, he's, we don't have that in our roster. We don't have that type of rim protection. So he just gives us a completely different element and a kid that's going to play with an incredible motor. Uh, so, yeah, a great, great addition, especially this late in the game, to get some much-needed front court depth. Uh, you mentioned Ernie Ziegler, and now that you have a year with, especially your assistants together, you got to like and love working with those guys and how they've been able to settle in now, and, and you guys really seem to have a good rhythm going a year into this thing now. Yeah, it's a staff that has a great chemistry uh, in working together and, uh, you know, clearly defined roles on, on everybody and what they can bring to the program. And, you know, Nate Lenzer did a phenomenal job with our defense uh, a year ago, especially when Emmanuel and Juwan were healthy. And what we were able to accomplish being a team that was 30th in the nation in defensive efficiency rating, an area that we had really struggled in the previous few years. Um, yeah, Adam Howard is phenomenal as far as getting out and in, in, in recruiting and getting in front of some really high-level kids and really helped us with our zone when we had to kind of shift our defensive mentality and identity a year ago when those two guys got injured and we had to add a couple different zones to try to keep teams off balance. Um, and then the additions of some really good guys that were in the program that we elevated and promoted with Michael Banya into the video position, Matt Holt. I got a great opportunity to go be an assistant coach at Georgia Tech, and then Peyton Borders, who's just as a relentless worker, we helped uh, put into a, uh, a recruiting coordinator uh, position. And then Emmanuel Tommy and our player development going into his second year as well. So I, I'm excited. You know, one guy I didn't mention, Eli Rice, uh, he was absolutely phenomenal in our practice yesterday. Today was an off day for our team, but uh, another really uh, interesting player because of his size. His athleticism and his ability to shoot it. He's 6'8", great athlete, uh, still learning as all freshmen go through that learning curve, but the kid has a tremendous future in front of him. You know, we just had NBA Summer League, and um, Kurt Joseph, too, uh, has been a big part of your staff, too. And, and now you're seeing those NBA guys want to come back and work with him, and, and they just talk about how he gets, he gets me right. Uh, how big is that, too, when you can have those guys go into the NBA and then still want to come back and work out here as well? well I think it shows, to uh, you know, what we're building here, not only with Kurt, but they want to come back and work out either with Nate or come back in and shoot a little bit with myself or, or Coach Howard. Um, so, yeah, it, it, it just, I think, shows the quality and the work that our guys put in. And, you know, what Kurt Joseph has done in the weight room is incredible, especially what he did with Bryce McGowan's, put on 15 pounds of lean muscle mass in about eight months when we had him, which is incredibly difficult to do. So, you know, those guys coming back. And, you know, even Monte Morris, who played for me at Iowa State, he wants to come back and work on his shot. So, mm -hmm. you know, to continue to get these guys coming into your gym, I think shows the players that are eligible right now and on your current roster, uh, you know, if you put in the work, you're going to have opportunities. And, you know, to get guys like that back in your gym is, is really cool. And just last night, a really cool thing for your team is the MB NABC Team Academic Excellence Award. It was out on Husker Hoops Twitter, uh, social media, and 11 players with GPAs of 3.0 or better. I know you guys set a record as well in, in your team cumulative GPA. That's going to mean a lot to you as a head coach that your guys are taking care of business in the classroom. Yeah, you know, again, I, I think it goes back to what we talked about earlier as far as a team that's easy to root for because they're all about the right things. And, you know, not only that, but just how much they get out in the community. And, you know, we had a, a camp, uh, the Special Olympics camp last week, which was a huge hit. And, you know, to see our players interact and the women's team uh, was in there as well. Um, you know, it's just it's, it's awesome to see but you know listen it, it's important and we were top four in all 
of the Husker athletic teams in GPA uh, this past year and set an all-time record. And you do. You take pride in that. You know, I know it uh, you know, may not mean a lot to other people, but, you know, when you have a group that has their priorities set and, you know, that ball's going to stop bouncing at some point. So to be able to have, uh, you know, the graduation paper when you walk out of here is so important. I come from a family of educators. My dad was a professor. My mom was an elementary school teacher. Uh, Dennis LeBlanc, I give him all the credit in the world. He's been here for 40 years as the head uh, academic uh, counselor and he just does such a great job of holding our players accountable and making sure they get in there on a daily basis and get their work done and if you we say this all the time you have the resources here at Nebraska if you put the work in you are going to graduate and that's that's so important so I'm really proud of our guys for taking care of business in the classroom very cool all right last thing I got for you just um, you're going to Spain when you come back what are the, the I guess the biggest goals that you hope to get accomplished with this basketball team well I hope to rest for a couple of days it's just been <laughs> it's been a grind uh, you know the portals start so early now usually after the season you can exhale and you know recharge a little bit now you're full go and it's really turned into our busiest time of year just getting all the uh, kids on campus and everything so all guys will go home they'll get a good chance to unwind and um, they will be back they start the fall semester on August 21st. We'll give them a little bit of time. The one thing you always worry about with a foreign trip is burning them out. So we'll give them a good uh, 10 days to two weeks before we start with individual skill work again. I know a lot of them will come in and get shots on their own. It's just how they're wired. Uh, but it's important to really get that rest, take care of their bodies before uh, we take off again in the fall. And then we start September 27th with, uh, with our fall camp and then get back on the court in November, which is going to be here before we know it. It will be. We can't wait. Uh, I really like this group you put together. We've had them in studio. They've been fantastic to talk to. So I think uh, it's going to be another team that Husker fans are going to be excited to root for. Yeah, absolutely. Well, have fun in Spain, and we'll look forward to talking to you guys when you guys get back. All right. Thanks, Jessica.